Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I was a corporate flight attendant for six years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is season two, episode 11, Female Pilots, What to Expect. I am very excited to talk about this topic today because it's going to be very interesting because, you know, is there a difference between working with female pilots and male pilots? And you will find out. But first, I just want to get to this beautiful Apple podcast review I've received. I just want to say before I read it is you guys have been showing up for me and I so appreciate it. I love every rating. I love every review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Why is it a big deal? Because it helps so much with the algorithm and helps this podcast move up the charts and be found. And I just really appreciate you guys. And I want you to know that if you haven't rated or reviewed yet, especially on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. All right. So let's get to this beautiful review because I'm so excited. This review is five stars. It says, so informative. I'm not sure how many people are coming to this podcast for entertainment versus career advice. I'm in the former group, not the latter. There's just something about deep diving into the world of aviation with Jennifer as your guide that is transcendental. Wow, that's awesome. She breaks things down clearly and I can't get enough. I bought her book too, yay, because I've become such a fan and I'm a fan of you too. Definitely give this a listen if you have any interest in this topic. You don't have to be an aspiring corporate flight attendant to get something out of it. Thank you so much, Susan. I love this review. So you have lots of good karma coming to you. You have lots of good flying karma coming to you. So I just want you to know that and uh, keep them coming, everyone. Thank you. Okay, I have a little news for you. And I was going to read you the article and I'm like, no, it's a little boring. Well, not the entire article, but just some of it. And I was like, no, it's boring. I can just say it in a couple sentences. The G or Gulfstream G700 is delayed. So that is a model after the G650, which everyone knows. As I've discussed on this podcast, Kim Kardashian has a G650. Elon Musk has a G650. So the next step up will be the G700, which I'm sure has a waiting list of rich people. Right now it's delayed. I think they're saying three to six months because they want to make sure everything is double checked with what happened with the Boeing Max. Uh, what happened was just horrible. And they just want to make sure everyone, I guess, understands and is trained and there's no glitches, which obviously is a good thing. So, you know, if you guys ordered that G700 for Christmas this year, I'm going to tell you something, it's not going to be in your stocking. It's going to be delayed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to get a Ferrari or a McLaren or something else or six of them. I don't know, but that's just the way it goes sometimes. I know I'm upset because mine's going to be delayed. But anyway, it's totally a rich people problem, as we all know. And that means because the G700 is going to be delayed, the G800 will be delayed. The G800 is supposed to have its one of its first flights in early 2023, and that may be delayed a little bit. So just some news for you there. If anyone asks you aviation news, you can uh, say you're cool and that I know it. And this was out of, what's the magazine? Hold on. Aviation International News, June 2022. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to a really good corporate aviation magazine, that's it. I will warn you. <laughs> 
You may want to not look at the back section of the magazine because it's all about plane crashes in accidents and incidents. It's not something, it's, it's pretty, (laughs) it's pretty depressing. And especially if you're married to a pilot. So yeah, you may want to avoid that part. But other than that, it's a great magazine. All right. So today we are talking about female pilots, what to expect. I've been wanting to do this episode for such a long time. And I wanted to make sure I was saying all the right things. And now I am ready. In the few instances I've flown with female pilots because they are few and far between in corporate aviation, as I've talked about before, so are minorities. So someone like me, who is a minority flight attendant, I'm unusual as well. We're like yetis just running around (laughs) on these private jets. No, I'm just kidding. So, but it is really something different to have a female pilot in corporate aviation. And I've flown hundreds of flights, hundreds upon hundreds of trips because of being a contractor with all different crews and it's a rarity. So I want to talk about the three experiences I've had so you can get a good scope of the situation. My first experience, I flew for a long time for years with a phenomenal female corporate pilot. She is above and beyond. She actually now has her G650 ratings, which is a huge accomplishment for a female pilot. Huge. Uh, She has a great personality. Everyone loves her. She works extremely well as a crew member. She works extremely well as a captain. The male pilots get along with her very well. It's like she's, you know, just one of the group. And that's not easy, guys. You know, if you're this female and she is someone I would describe as a girly girl and uh, she's this, you know, attractive female and she's trying to fit in with all these guys, it's not the easiest thing in the world, but she somehow seamlessly does it. And I believe it's because she has such a great personality. She also has a military background. So I believe that contributed to, you know, constantly working with males as your coworker and being the odd woman out, I guess I could say here. I really admire her. I saw that she has a great attitude. So I only have really good things to say about her. I've seen her handle adversity and sexism with, I would just say grace and class. The Michelle Obama saying, when they go low, I go high. She definitely embodies that. And I will give you a story about her a little later. But that was my longest experience flying with a female pilot. The second experience was I flew on a famous musician's private jet. I was a contractor for the day and it was a long trip or we had a few stops. So I flew with them for a long time for that day. So I got to know the female pilot a little bit. I found her very hardworking, a nice personality, again, fit in very well with her male co-pilot. So I only had good things to say. I really didn't get to know her, but I could tell that everyone liked her and, you know, it was a good fit. Now the third experience, (laughs) don't worry, you guys, I'm not going to let you down. There is some drama here. So the third experience, and I'm allowed to say this because this confidentiality agreement expired, I flew the famous author Stephen King, and he is so nice. I have to say he was one of my favorite passengers. I actually forgot to mention him on the Hollywood Raw podcast when I went on there, but really loved him. Just admire him for so many reasons, and 
he did not let me down. So <laughs> that was good. So I flew, I think it was like around a week trip and we had to fly Stephen King places. And it was a male captain who was very young and a female co-pilot. Here's the thing. The female co-pilot had a terrible reputation and I hate to be a traitor to my gender here, but of being a miserable bitch. (laughs) And I did not hear anything good about her from females, from males, from people in the office. I was warned a couple times, if she gives you any problems, just come, you know, come to us, talk to us. I was like, oh boy, what am I in store? What's going on? What's going to happen? But that trip, she was actually very nice to me, but you could tell it was an absolute effort for her to be nice. You could tell it took all the (laughs) energy she had to converse with me and be a nice person. I could tell that she was not normally that way, even if no one had told me. However, I found out from the male captain that the office had just sat her down for the second time. I think the owner, definitely the CEO, and said, we are tired of hearing these complaints of how rude and nasty you are to your coworkers. We're not going to have it anymore. If we hear one more thing, you're out. We're firing you. So I believe that she was nice to me because she had to be. I think she had no choice because she went back to the office and told them that, oh, I love Jen. She was great. She was super nice. And that had never happened before. So I think she was just trying to save her job. But, you know, it was fine. The trip was fine. This female pilot was so miserable that uh, the male co-pilot who I was friends with and their normal lead flight attendant, who's very nice, every, both of them are very nice, this account went to Africa over the holidays for three weeks. Can you imagine? That's amazing. So you can do safaris and and they went to different places in Africa. So what an amazing incredible once in a lifetime experience. And that's why we do this, right? That's why we are corporate flight attendants. We make those sacrifices to go away for the holidays and away from children and family and friends so we can have these experiences. So the miserable pilot, she said that she just wanted to stay in a hotel by the airport for three weeks. Can you imagine? No safari, no fun. (laughs) So luckily the Uh, management company, you know, recognized what she was like and said to the male co-pilot and the flight attendant, listen, you guys stay in a hotel where you want, you guys do safaris, you do your thing, and we'll just keep this female pilot by herself at the airport. And that's what ended up happening. So can you imagine, man, so miserable. It's so sad when people are that miserable, but that's how it is. So, you know, You have two schools of thought here from what I hear from male pilots in the industry. You have my friend and then the second pilot I talked about where they have a really good attitude. They've been through some shit. You know what I mean? If they're females and attractive females, they've been through some shit in this industry. They have been looked down upon. I'm sure they've been sexually harassed, you know, the whole nine, but they just have taken all of that life experience or work experience and it's made them into better people and made them into better pilots. And then you have, which you do hear sometimes about from male pilots, you do have these female pilots where they've been shit on 
all over for 20 years and I get it, that's horrible. And then they take it out on their male pilots when they get into positions of power, such as chief pilot or director of aviation or whatever it is, mostly chief pilot. And you hear about those stories too, where it's the complete opposite. So you've treated me like shit for 20 years. I'm going to treat you like shit for the next 20 years. And as we know, it's all wrong. It's all bad. None of it's good. It's a shame. It's just a shame on both sides. So I think, you know, the first pilot I talked about, she has a good realistic attitude and approach to the industry. She understands she's a woman and There's problems that come with that, but she also doesn't take it out on anyone and she just lifts herself above the crowd. And I really admire that. So here's the example with actually her that happened. We had flown into, I don't know where, it was somewhere in the US. We flew into there and the line guy, the people on the ground who get you your services, you know, they bring things to the plane, your ice, your catering, the whole nine, they help fuel the plane. I don't think it was a line guy, actually. It was a male manager. He might have been managing the FBO. And remember, the FBO is the private terminal that the passengers go to, right? You see them all the time on the Kardashians and the whole thing. I'm standing there in my flight attendant uniform. And the female pilot is standing there in epaulets, those gold and black emblems on the shoulders, you know, that all the pilots wear. The manager comes onto the plane and says... Uh, can you tell me where the captain is? Well, asshole, she's standing right in front of you. And she was nice enough to say, oh, I'm the captain. And he proceeded to not even look her in the face when he talked to her. Then the male co-pilot came on. The guy immediately switched to talking to him, looking at him in the eyes. It was gross. You know, it was it was just gross. And I asked her, I said, has that ever happened before? And she said, all the time, all the time. That is what these female pilots go through. It just blows my mind in 2022 that certain men who apparently, I don't know how they were raised, but they can't get their minds around a female pilot. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, she doesn't have a dick, but she still knows how to fly a plane. (laughs) And these female pilots, they work harder than the male pilots to get where they are. They have to. It's just a shame. It really is. But when she told me she goes through that a lot, that made me a little sad. Now, working with the female pilots, I didn't feel a special bonding experience because we're women at all. I just felt it was work. However, I did feel for myself that I was just honored to fly with these incredible women. I mean, how amazing, right? You you think about Amelia Earhart and what she did and then You look at these women who are taking the controls and flying the planes and getting these ratings that women could have never gotten before. So I think it's a really exciting achievement for them. And for me to be flying with female pilots, I do feel honored. And I do feel that it's a really cool experience. And I can only hope that if you're an aspiring CFA or you're a CFA or, you know, you're even a commercial flight attendant listening to this, I hope we get to fly with more happy, not miserable (laughs) female pilots. So that's my two cents on that. So my overall advice is to treat them the same as you would a male pilot, obviously with respect. Also a good tip is in the FBOs, if a female walks into the crew lounge, 
don't ask her if she's a flight attendant. She may be a pilot. She may be in that FBO for five hours and just wanted to change into different clothes. So just don't make those assumptions because that's what the female pilot who I was friends with, she complained about that. You know, she was, she was just like, every time I walk into an FBO, someone thinks I'm a flight attendant, even though I'm wearing the epaulets. It's, again, it's ridiculous. Something I noticed that <laughs> I think these female pilots did really well that I didn't, you know, as a corporate flight attendant, I, I didn't have this bonding experience with the pilots, with the, with the male pilots. Boys love their toys. That is the thing that I've talked about so many times in this podcast, in my book, is you have to think about it this way. These pilots are flying the ultimate toy for a job. That is your job, is to fly a private jet. How cool is that? Everyone thinks it's cool. Everyone admires them for it. So in their spare time, they love their toys. And their toys could be a small plane, jet skis, boats, especially motorcycles, whatever it is, these boys love their toys. And I find it's the same with these female pilots. So they really bond in that way. And I think that's kind of cool that they fit in that way. Other than that, that's about it for learning how to work with female pilots and what to expect. It's pretty, it's pretty normal. You guys all have a good sensibility. You're, you're good people who listen to this podcast. You're not sexist. You're not chauvinist. Just act appropriately. You know how to do that. The only other thing I wanted to say is definitely take a look in the show notes and take a look at my corporate flight attendant book. It's all even more behind the scenes information. I go into a day in the life from when you wake up to when you go to sleep of a corporate flight attendant. I talk about salary. So that is a really good, knowledgeable book for you in PDF form. So take a look at that. If you have anything else you would like me to cover, email me at freespiritpodcasts at gmail.com. And as I said, you know, check out my FA products, see if any of them are for you. The next episode will drop on Friday, August 19th. Until then, happy flying.